the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. We're here for another hour's worth of fun and frivolity. To my left is Kurt Ruck from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 and Bell. And he's usually a sidekick a couple times a year. And this time he brought Eric, which is his number one diagnostician. He's probably the guy that does most of your diagnostic. And he's also your son-in-law. Yes, sir. And I'm sorry about that. He (laughs) must have been really, really drunk. (laughs) Eric, good morning to you, buddy. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Um, did I tell you about my son-in-law? Which one? Um, oh, the one I love with all my heart, oh. just like you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so my daughter, Andy, uh, is going to marry Phil, and Phil comes over, and he sits down. And This is a true story, by yeah. the way. I'm not... I, so he sits down, He's and, and this kid is just everything you do. First of all, he has a master's degree in special education. Who better for my family? Yeah, I was thinking he could do you a lot of it, good. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So anyway, he comes over and he sits down, and he, he tells me his spiel, and, and he says, I just want to know um, if it's okay with you, and do I have your blessing to marry? Ask Andy if I can marry her, if we could get married. And I said, just a minute. And I walked into the living room. I walked through the living room. We were in the kitchen. And I went to my back bedroom. And I came back out. And I walked in. And I set a double-barrel chrome shotgun down in front of the table. And it wasn't pointed at him. <laughs> I set it down on the table. And I got up close to him. And I got right in his face. And I said, now give me that again. <laughs> and just, I mean, a man's man. He just gritted his teeth. And he goes, I want to marry your daughter. And I want to know if it's okay. And I said, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife is mad. I mean, Renee was fit to be tied she says what would make you think that 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 was appropriate so fast forward they've been married two three years they have a little girl so we're up at the ranch and i said hey come here phil i want to show you my brand new gun case so i have a bunch of old um, lever action winchesters that date back to the 18 late 1800s and 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 the very first space is that chrome double barrel shotgun it's never it's a called a coach gun it's one of the guns that they carried um, on co- stagecoaches in the old days. It's a scatter gun. It's never been shot. Brand new. Got a walnut scope, but it's got stainless steel yeah. and it's chrome. I said, see that gun? He goes, I remember that gun. And I said, now that you have a daughter, it belongs to you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you can now use it on that son of a gun that's going to want to marry your daughter. Yeah. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are open except for Jerry. And Jerry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning. Uh, uh, you guys work on my car down at Kurtz, and I got a question, and I got a 2010 Dodge uh, pickup, 1500. It's got the 4.7 motor. The weep hole on the water pump on that, is that on the top of the water pump? Eric, you want to answer that question? 4.7. Some have a dual weep hole. Some actually will come top and bottom. Well, if the, if the hole that you're seeing on the top of the water pump housing is halfway between the back of the pump and the front of the pump, then mm-hmm. that's going to be a weep hole. 
And, okay. and what we do is we put seals and bearings on both sides. And so the first thing on the either side of that weep hole is a seal. Then the bearing is lubricated by the coolant. And when the seal goes bad, then we get w coolant coming out of the weep hole. Is that what you've got now? No, I have nothing now. Uh, okay. I've got 80,000 miles on it, and I'm curious, just, I want to keep an eye on it. Because uh, my Durango, which you, Curtis worked on, and my Intrepid, uh, I did not know the uh, Durango had an issue when I took it in, but they found that the water pump was bad on it. Uh, and the Intrepid, uh, same thing on that one. Uh, you know that. So it's the, just something I want to keep a wor an eye on because it's my okay. work truck. Well, the water pump's going to fail for one of two reasons. Give me one. Just I, uh, usually ill-servicing uh, Ill on the coolant. Okay. The coolant yeah. gets no, I mean, I, let me change my question. Let me <laughs> okay. change my question. The symptoms that show the oh, water oh, pump oh. needs to be replaced, there's one, two. There's yeah. two of them. What Noise or coolant. That's it. That That's really it, Jerry. Um, <clears throat> it's either going to growl mm -hmm. and be there 100% of the time the motor's running, and you might even actually see a little bit of a wobble on the pulley that's attached to it, or you're going to have coolant leaking out of either the top or the bottom weep hole. And and frankly, there's nothing you could do. If you change the coolant twice a year, every year that you own that car, your water pump's still going to fail the day that the Lord makes it fail. And <laughs> yeah. it's not going to make a doggone bit. Of, there's nothing you can do and to prolong it. And usually when you're trying to leave town at 4 in the morning. And that's when it's going to start leaking. Yeah. But, but the idea is... And another thing, too, is is if you have to go in there to do some work on anything yeah. and the water pump is close by, so if you have to go in there and you have to do a harmonic balancer or something, you've got to take the fan off of it, you've got to take the shroud off of it, you've got to get down there, then zzz, 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 we do the water pump while we're there and we're halfway there. Yeah. So those are the things. But I wouldn't lose a lot of sleep out at, that that water pump's not going to give you plenty of warning. It's just a matter of you identifying the noise or the, or the green coolant leak on the ground. Okay? Okay. Got one right. more question if you can. Go ahead. Uh, floor jacks. Is there anyone who repairs a floor jack? Why would you do that if Harbor Freight's got those little aluminum ones for less than a hundred bucks? Yeah, that's kind of the way it went. High Mourner used to do them repairable yeah. jacks and stuff back when we and you were working on cars. Yep. But but not but the jacks back then were three, four, five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, in the eighties. Yeah, and, and and to spend a hundred and fifty dollars to have that jack rebuilt yeah. was worth it. Yeah. But, um, no, the answer is is that there's probably guys out there that still rebuild jacks, but really and truly, the disposable ones at Harbor Freight, I have one of those little 2,000-pound aluminum mm -hmm. ones, and mm -hmm. I use that thing all the time. And I think it was less than 100 bucks. Yeah. Okay. And so I, that's what I would do if I were you, Jerry. Thank you very much, buddy. Nothing. All righty. John, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, car guys. Yeah, thank you for your service to the community. Thank you. And, and I have a question regarding a... a 2003 GMC that we have. It's uh, probably got about 125,000 miles, and uh, it uh, it has uh, hasn't had a, a great deal of problems, just minor things, you know. Just uh, but now the uh, there's two windows that uh, <laughs> don't work, and uh, the automatic windows. Okay. And uh, my uh, shop said uh, $300.
both of us are looking and we're smiling at one another. We don't agree with that at yeah. all. I mean, that's the hard part is, is um, I, I've, well, let's deal with one thing at a time, the two windows. Do you know that I fixed uh, two windows in a week the other day in front of a bunch of people? Oh, Did really? you know that? Good I'm talking you. to Eric. Jay, you, just oh. you were feeling benevolent or something? No, no. Let me tell you. I was up in Payson. I was up ranching, and we were at a, a little Mexican food restaurant, and there was a whole bunch of guys there. And one of them was complaining that his Ford outside, the window wouldn't roll up. Well, that's self-explained. Okay. So I fixed it. You know what I did? Plugged it in? Nope. Oh. Nope. I went outside, and everybody was standing there looking at me. And I opened up the door, and I had him turn on the key, and I pressed the button up and down, and nothing happened. And then I took my fist, and I hit the inside of the door panel really hard. <laughs> and then I said, try it again, and it went up. Yep. What was it? It's a bad spot in the motor. It's a bad brushes, bad spot yeah. in the motor. Huh. So I did that twice <laughs> in a week's period of time, and, I mean, people thought they were... My, now, my friends know that I'm not anywhere close to Jesus. <laughs> I mean, they know that I, I, that I, I got a 50-50 shot of getting in when I get up there. Okay? <laughs> and like I tell them, you know what? I got friends in both places. I'll be fine <laughs> because I'm going to have. But the idea on your car is, is what they're saying to you is, is we want to take the door panel off because neither one of the windows works off the master switch and you have a car that's 13 years old. They need to take that door panel off to get to that switch to diagnose if the switch is bad or if the motors is bad. And so if you got both of them bad at the same time, I would think the master switch would be a good place to start. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. So getting that door panel off, and and they're saying $300. Forget the 300 What are you going to quote on a door panel R&R, &R, take it off and put it back on and diagnose the switch. Well, here's the problem, Mark, is a lot of them you don't need to pull the whole panel off anymore. I understand. So, But to diagnose a window problem, cut, dry, know exactly what's going on, we're spending 115, 150 bucks. And and I would have said 100 to $125. And taking into consideration in our general area, we just did an analysis. The highest shop in a five-mile radius, there's 23 shops in my geographical area. The highest shop is a dealership at 150. There's a tire and a quick lube at 95. The average is 120, and we're at 118. So we're $2 less than the average. Mm -hmm. So that's how, how we feel yeah. good. We we think we're better than the average, but we're going to be $2 under the average. Yeah. Yeah. In, in your particular case, I agree with you. So, John, I think the $300, unless that's... That's going to cover one switch, the labor, and the diagnosis. That could be it. Or it could cover the the labor, the diagnosis, and a motor. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll go with $300, but not for the diagnostic part. Okay, 300 You think 300 uh, should cover both windows? Um, no. One one motor Just, regulator. Yeah, one yeah. motor regulator on one side. The, to take uh -huh. the door panel off, diagnose it, yeah. and replace the motor and the regulator, you're talking $300. So we're okay. going to agree with that. But somebody has to diagnose it. But I think it's more likely that the master switch is bad be, uh, or there's a problem with the master switch because you got both windows that go bad and they don't typically die the same day. Yeah, well, they did, no. Okay, okay. well, uh, as far as the, you know, it's getting up there in age, and I was just wondering if, if that's true, if those heater hoses go and Me. I have to get that engine. No. Is this a, a regular a, repair shop? Yeah. Um. As soon as you pick talk on a truck, right? Is, this is a pickup, an 03 GMC pickup? Uh, no, it, it's a... Uh, uh, Denali? S SLP. 
Okay. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a short bit truck. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, I, we don't. Neither one of us. None of the three of us understand why you were told that you got to pull the engine to get the heater heater lines out. We now there are some of them that have quick disconnect fittings yeah. on yeah. them. There are some of them that we're going to take the fitting out of the intake and replace that yeah. fitting. Yeah. There's some of them that are a little bit more difficult. But I I have never pulled an engine on a General Motors to replace the heater hoses. I also uh-huh. want to tell you this. My personal my personal line in the sand is eight years or eighty thousand miles on hoses and belts, and and obviously you are thirteen years yeah. and one hundred twenty five thousand. So I am of the opinion that for your safety and for the safety of your family, you need to have the hoses and belts done. If you haven't had them yet, you're you're due. And I don't know that you're going to make it through the winter or the summer. Yeah. But if you do get through the summer, you'll coast through the winter. Uh-huh. But you better get it done before next summer. And that's 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 what I think. All righty. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll ask them how much they're they're going to charge me for if they have to take the engine out to replace those. Well, I think what you do is is just take your car to another shop and just yeah. pull in, not on Monday morning or Friday uh-huh. afternoon, and yeah. say to them, "Would you bid my heater hoses for me?" Uh-huh. And 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 they'll open up the hood and go in and look at their labor book. Okay. Yeah. But you're asking us to explain why somebody told you that they got to pull the engine to do the heater ho- yeah. and 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 you're, how many years have you been in business, Kurt? Uh, 29. How many years have you been working on cars? Almost 16. Okay, so 29 is 16, 30, 16 is 45, yeah. and I got 30. So you got 75 years of experience sitting at this table, and not one of us has pulled a General Motors motor out to replace the heater hoses. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> okay, thanks right. a lot, guys. All right, you bet. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide, wide open. You don't want to change your mind about pulling the engine for the heater hoses? No, I'm not going to change my mind. I'm not either. I've no. never done it on anything, period. You know, I don't I don't understand where that came from. I, I was trying to figure out if it was quick disconnect that would broke off or something like that. I'll tell, I you don't what, know. I'll tell you what else bugs me about this. It bugs me about this, the $300 estimate. He's assuming something because the diagnostic's not $300. No. And I'm not quite sure he's going to get a regulator, a motor, the labor, the diagnostic, and all the sales tax shop supplies and environmental charges for 300 no. I'm thinking that's a very that's a moving number, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little uncomfortable about that whole scenario. Yeah. Nevertheless, we got open lines available, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back right after this you have a friend at thunderbird automotive and his name is tom fletcher in 2003 thunderbird auto was a finalist in the better business bureau ethics award in 2004 they won that award check them out at the bbb online they're proud of their a plus rating they have ASE certified technicians they can fix anything with a steering wheel Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. How many times have you walked in to see the kids watching something they shouldn't on TV? It's time for Pure Flix, my friend. It's family-friendly content good for all ages, all the time. Everything offered on Pure Flix is safe for the whole family with movies like God's Not Dead 2. And it's free. Yep. 
If you go to 960thepatriot.com right now and click on the Pure Flix banner, you'll receive a free one-month subscription, and you can watch it tonight. There's Veggie Tales for the kids and the young at heart, documentaries and Hallmark shows, TV series that you can feel good about, not to mention the amazing educational materials that will actually help your family. It's Pure Flix, and it's streaming video content right to your TV, your phone, your computer. You get it, and you should get it right now, free for one month. Nothing to lose and great TV tonight that you don't have to worry about. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Pure Flix banner to start your free trial. 960thepatriot.com. You're going to love it. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read, and are read too, do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Patriot App Tip Number 3. Listening to Seth Liebson from 6 to 8 and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. To my right is Eric from Kurtz Auto. He's the diagnostician and the son-in-law of Kurtz, so that's the reason why he can tease Kurt. Kurt's sitting to my left. And uh, and and he and Eric re- correctly reflected that you and I don't fix cars anymore. It's amazing how they can, yeah, see that. And it? and 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 I think that uh, that will come back and bite him someday. <laughs> I think it's possible. <laughs> or maybe maybe you deliver his paycheck next week with no signature and see how well that goes at the bank. Or maybe I could lose it. Oh, lose it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Nevertheless, okay. let, let, let me tell you real quick about IMM Imports. IMM Imports is in Tempe. He's on the northeast corner just south of the 202, just west of the 101. And IMM Import Service is a good auto repair shop. IMM Auto Service fixes all kinds of cars, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So if you have a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or an Alfa Romeo, Eric, see, that's what I mean. It just makes the, it makes the most senior of us just quake in our boots when someone says Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's just quaking in your boots. But these guys love those kinds of cars. So that's why you need to know about IMM Auto Services because that's where you send them. And it's a good referral. Yes. David and his crew are just great, great people. They're close to ASU. They've been around a very long time, since 1972. So if you have a, even if a domestic vehicle or an import vehicle and you're in that northeast quadrant of Tempe, they'll, they'll handle that. But they specialize in the Volvo Saab Fiat and Alfa Romeo. Let's go to the phones. Let's start at the very beginning of that long call list, and let's talk to Fran. Fran, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, ma'am. Uh, uh, three or four, you, earlier on in your um, uh, program, you said you had nothing to sell. Yes, ma'am. And 
a few weeks ago, you had a mule. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, well, that's why he's anyway, got nothing left to I, sell. I, I'm Brand. the one with, the, remember when we talked about the Cadillac and all yeah. that stuff uh, oh, almost a year ago? Yes. And uh, anyway, I and I got this Hyundai. Mm-hmm. And so when you talked about the mule, and I was still trying to get used to going from a Cadillac to a Hyundai. Yes. And so I thought, I'll trade him even up. Oh, listen. I'll trade him the, the car for the mule. You and know, I tried to call in, and it was too late. Anyway, uh, I just thought it was kind of funny that I, I that I would trade that Hyundai in on a mule. Anyway, I'm getting used to it. Well, good. Good for you. Good for you. And I wouldn't have traded you anyway because Barack Obama is a very good piece of livestock. And, 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 and is that who you're not pawning that off on me? No, 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 not at all. B.O., we call him. B. My wife won't let me call him Barack Obama because because he has big ears, okay? And, and, and a big and he, mouth. And, 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 no, I didn't say that. Friend. No, no, Fran. Fran, stick with me on this. Okay. And what's the what's another name for a mule? <laughs> we can't repeat okay. that. Okay, long-haired equestrian named Jack. Yes, yes. So, so that I named him Bo, and my and, and when Andy got married up at the ranch, she wouldn't let me tell the people that his name was Barack Obama. I had to call him Bo. So his name is now Bo, uh-huh. but he is one of the mi- nicest piece of livestock I've ever had in my life. He is simply he's not anything like who he's named after, but but he is he works cattle like there's nobody's business, and his feet are rock hard, and he's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so bet, I, I bet. I, I so. think I should have named him Mark Salem. <laughs> <laughs> wow, son of a gun! All right, anyway, Fran. anyway, when you said you didn't have anything to sell, I said, wonder what happened to that mule. Well, you know what? I w- I was going to sell him, and I. Decided not to just because he's such a, I mean, he's just a good piece of animal flesh. I'll yeah. tell you what. All righty. Thank you, Fran. We're not yeah. going there no more, honey. <laughs> yeah, have a great day. <laughs> thank you, Fran. Thank you very much. Bob, I don't know if you can talk top that, but I'm hoping you have a car question. <laughs> okay. Have you noticed on the new cars, more of them have the element oil filter versus the spin-on yeah. metal type filter? And do you think there's any difference as far as the quality of the filtration. Eric? Uh, no, because the newer ones have got all kinds of variable valve timing and all that stuff. They need a better filter mm-hmm. than the old cars. And the, the answer to your question is, is all oil filters, regardless of what car they're in, has minimum standards, and everybody exceeds the minimum standards. Let me change your question a little bit. Eric, how many times have you ever seen a fuel f- or pulled a f- oil filter off that's plugged up solid? Once or twice. In 15 years. Yeah. Kurt? It'll be about the same, yeah. All right. And and I'm and you know usually you get them and they're all gelled up and yeah. usually it's because of the coolant they had a coolant leak inside the oil and we've plugged that fuel filter or that that oil filter up, but the idea behind that Bob is is that you don't have any now. Do, let me ask you this, Gary or Eric and and Kurt, do you guys buy those fancy dancy oil filters that have a two micron sediment in them and they're high performance and they have twice the capability of filtering? Do you buy those? No, I'd no. rather change the oil regularly and then I'm sure everything's good. Okay, how about you? No. Okay, me neither. Those those fancy oil filters that brag about they're going to do a better job. And my question is, better than what? Yeah. We got cars out there right now that are doing three, four, five hundred thousand miles. They're on ten thousand mile oil change intervals, and you're going to improve what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the bottom line, Bob, as far as we're concerned, I think it's a matter of. It's probably a matter of economics. 
I'm not quite sure how that works. It's cheaper to make paper than a paper and metal. Exactly. And I think it's an economic issue, but they're going to have the same amount of pleats. They're going to have the same filtration. And you have to understand, they're not going to cut a corner if they're giving you a 100,000-mile warranty on the engine. They're not going to cut a corner on the oil or no. oil filter because they know they'll pay that price. So I want to put you in a good way about don't worry about the fact that it's an element filter. We're dealing with that a lot nowadays, right. like you brought up. Thanks. All righty, thank you. All righty, let's go to Olaf. Olaf, did I get that right? Yes, Mark. Uh, good morning. Good morning. And I want to thank you for the service you do to the community. Thank we you. We learn a lot from you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I have a 2008 Toyota Camry, four-cylinder, and the last couple of weeks I've had an annoying problem. Frequently when I pull up to a stop sign, the idle will drop to under 500, causing the engine to run rough. Okay. And I go to the next stop sign, and the... RPM may stay the same about 610, 620. Okay. What? How, how many miles are on it? 85,000. Okay. You want? You want to? I mean, Kurt's shaking his head, and so am I. But go ahead. Uh, there's there's two or three things that come to my mind. Most likely would be a coated throttle plate, dirt and stuff, or if that's electronic throttle or an IAC motor if it's non-electronic. Okay, but it's an 08, so I don't think it it's going to be throttled by wire. An 08. It was really common by, by then. Okay. All right. I, I remember I you wrong. don't work on any of these now. I know. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. That'll cost you a little, little while later down the line. But so, no. no my, my biggest, we find a lot of times that when they unstable idle, um, the auto plates become dirty, so they need to be cleaned up. I agree with that. Yeah. You too? Yeah. And, and what we're talking about is... They're throttle blades that open and close and let air be ingested into the engine. Those throttle plates get dirty, and we need a metered amount of air to go around the edge of the throttle blades because the throttle blades are slightly smaller than the hole they, they sit in. Well, when those, those passageways get plugged with dirt, then we lose control of the idle. And what you talk about now, cleaning throttle blades, he brings it in, you look it over, and you look and see that they're dirty. What are you going to charge from start to ship, you know, from start to finish to clean the throttle blades? Now you ask me something I don't do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but he's gonna he's gonna be a diagnostic charge and then cleaning and it's gonna be in that charge. So okay. you're gonna be the hundred hundred twenty five dollars. And I I get. was there too. Yeah. I was there too. So so to look at that to to pull all the ductwork off of it to look inside get your flashlight out see and then maybe even sometimes we go in through the IAC which is the idle air control motor yeah. we're gonna go through there and go behind it and take a look or shine a light through back there as we do all of that then we're gonna clean up the throttle blades I'd say seventy five to one hundred fifty dollars yeah. to cover everybody yeah. on this. so that's what I would. Think if I were you. Do you, where do you live, Olaf? Uh, in the northwest uh, part of town. Okay. Um, Thunderbird Auto is out there in Surprise. Is this something I could do myself? What do you clean these throttle blades with? Um, you use carburetor cleaner. Uh, oh, you know what, Olaf, i got to put you on hold because I'm past my break. You stay right there, and I'll be right back in three minutes. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. 
The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your heart your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station. 960, The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. The Men of Monster with the Polygraph Wheels. Polyglass wheels? Is that what it was? Yeah, polyglass. Uh, yeah, that's right. Polyglass. It's older than yeah. my time. Uh, it's older than your time? <laughs> yeah. You know what? 
you're 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 just cruising for a bruising. Now, you you could walk home from here. You're a long way from home. It's only twenty five hey, to thirty. Ikea down the street. Uh, yeah. And if I just tell my wife meet me at IKEA, she'll come. She'll come pick <laughs> yeah. you up. Okay. All right. All righty. Well, let me tell you real quick uh, about Larry Harker's Auto, and, I, and I'm going to just read you something about Larry Harker's Auto. Hey, Mark. A few months ago, I emailed you some questions about my Toyota pickup. You kindly responded with some tests that, frankly, were beyond me. I noticed that Larry Harker was one of your best shops, and it was close to me. You said Bob would diagnose and properly bid the work. Never having used them before, I went completely on your recommendation. That's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It turned out to be some severe problems. I had a burnt valve. I had a scored cylinder wall. I had a broken timing chain guide, and I opted to go with a remanufactured motor. I just want you to know that I am more than extremely happy with the job that Bob from Harker's Auto and his crew did for me. Considering the expense, it was a tough decision, but it was the right decision. I bought this truck new in 1992, and I'm delighted that I still have it. Larry Harker's Autos deserves to be on your, quote, best car repair shops list. They're honest, and they do quality work. You can't ask for more than that. Josephine, oh, Josephine is somebody... I'm Lebanese uh, heritage, and grape leaves are something that we value. And, and he says, Josephine told me to tell you that grape leaves are coming. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, it's, a, it's a Lebanese food. Anyway, that's all I can say about Larry Harker's Auto. 38th Avenue and Indian School, these are the kinds of attaboys I get from him all the time. And it's important if you're in that area, Bob is a tremendous diagnostician, and you just can't go wrong. Okay, Olaf, on that uh Toyota Camry that you were talking about, we discussed whether you should do that uh, or not, and we came to the conclusion that the risk is pretty big. If you clean it with the wrong product, you're probably going to hurt the throttle blades, and if you get too much liquid into the motor, you have a big chance of bending all the rods in the motor. Now, Eric won't admit that he's done that, but I'm going to tell you that in my shop, we've bought two or three motors because we had young technicians that improperly cleaned throttle blades. And when that happens, we usually cause tremendous engine damage. So I think the risk is huge. If you want to clean up your throttle blades and you want to do it yourself, go to MarkSalem.com, go into the FAQs, and, and search for the word throttle blades, and I will explain how to clean your throttle blades. But I can tell you the chances of you successfully cleaning them right are slim and none. Because you don't know how to clean the backside of the blades. You don't know what's important to clean and what's not important to clean. Again, you're talking about $100, $125 to have somebody look at it, diagnose it, and clean your blades. And if they mess up your motor, then they have to buy you a new one, and Eric's willing to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have one, one more question. Okay. Would a quality, uh, something like Tektron, I think was the name... I was familiar with years ago, a carburetor cleaner added to the fuel system? No. We're talking about the air intake system. Down, downstream, well past that is where the injectors and the fuel system resides. So I want you to take, you know, like step one is ingest air into the engine, and then step two is to pack the air, and then step three is to add fuel. We got your, t the timing is way off here. Nothing in the gasoline is going to clean the throttle blades. Okay. All righty. All okay. right. Thank you very much, Olive. Thank you very much. Thor, you're up next. How can we help you, Thor? Okay. How are you? I Good. have uh, several questions. I don't know how much you can get to, but I have five Cadillacs. Four of them are the 500 cubic inch motor. So it's a 72, 275, and a 76. One of them is fuel injected. very rare car. But uh, <clears throat> one of the issues that I'm concerned about is 
Now, on my fifth car, it's a 1981 Cadillac Fleetwood. The last of the Mohicans is a cast iron engine, a 368 cubic inch motor with a 468 MDBA module, which was the module displacement for 468 cylinders. It's operational, and the car gets about 22 miles to the gallon. It burns zero oil. Okay. I've taken the vehicle across the United States 25 now, miles. Now, Thor, get to the problem. That's The problem, I'm, the, the question I have is why are the 500 engines that I have on the other four vehicles, the oil consumption is through the roof. I go 500 miles, and I have to put a quart of oil. Just okay. concerned, is that something that was indicative of engines in the 1970s, or is that an underlying problem? I, I'm, I'm being told okay. that the 500 engine was... I no one can answer that question until they know what's causing the consume or ca causing the consumption. Right. So, so the, the no, issue the issue is no is well, <clears throat> let me finish. The issue is is do are we sucking oil through the intake gasket? Are we sucking oil through the PCV valve? Have we got bad rings? Have we got bad oil wipe rings? Um, where is the oil being consumed? Is it one cylinder? More than one cylinder? Is it valve guide seals? Those are all the questions that I have to answer. So. We, no one can tell you why four of your cars are okay and one is using oil or the other way around. Oh, it's a different motor. Well, it doesn't make any difference. There has to be a diagnostic process to determine where the oil's leaking from. The first thing you have to do is pull all the spark plugs and identify which spark plug is burning the oil. Then we're going to do wet-dry compression tests. Then we're going to do a vacuum test on the intake to make sure that we have the appropriate vacuum. Then we're probably going to smoke test it to see if we've got any intake valve gaskets or intake gaskets leaking. Yes? Yeah. Have I missed anything? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Not yet. Except for valve guide seals. Yeah. And, and yeah. then if we, if, we, if we have a valve guide seal problem, we're going to wait for you to give us the right symptom that matches a valve guide seal. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's all about. It's, it's a matter of figuring out what the problem is. You're trying to look at your fleet of cars and come up with one answer for every single one of them, and I suggest that's a bad idea. I suggest you but just grab one You don't think that that's the way these vehicles were manufactured and that they had oil consumption as the mileage start to increase? I mean, the vast majority of these motors, uh, you know, no. 100,000 miles, they, they were The answer is no. You ask me a question, the answer is no. I don't think that 500... I don't think that 500 motors are, were designed or built or ended up using a quart every 1,000 miles or 500 miles, like you said. No, they, I don't believe you. I don't believe that that's a universal problem. If you want to blame it on them, it's okay with me, but I'm not going to do that. I, and, I don't think so. Yeah. You, you're, you got this pattern failure, and you're trying to say that it's, it's, it's based on Cadillac and, di and these motors, and we disagree with that, I guess. Yeah. We disagree with that. We, we again, just diagnose the problem. I got to run, but Soro, you stay right there because you're my next caller. I'm going to take a break. We got open line 602 We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is 
when you bring your car or truck to quality transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you exploring the idea of sending your child to a private school next year? Hey, it's Seth Liebson with 960 The Patriot, and I want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have been able to do for five years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. Through our partnerships with 10 schools in the Valley, we are able to cover half of the cost of your child's first year of tuition. So the timing is perfect. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call us at 960-THE-PATRIOT at 602-955-9600 to see if that school is one of our 10 partners. If it is, we'll cover half the cost of your child's first year of tuition. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call 960-THE-PATRIOT at 602-955-9600 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program at 602-955-9600. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. To my right is Eric from Kurtz Auto. He's the diagnostician. He's the head cheese. He's the uh, big dog in the in the in the yard. Yeah, that's and, it. But he's not as big as Kurt, who sits to my left, who has his name on the building out front. <laughs> and, and take care of the paychecks. And, and isn't that right, Eric? What's that? When I, <laughs> did you suggest? I want to know your comments when I say you're a big dog in the yard, but not as big as Kurt, who has his names on the front of the building. Yeah. But okay. the thing is, is yeah. Kurt's older than I am. Yeah. Some it has to go somewhere. He has to go somewhere? It will. All of his stuff will go somewhere. He's talking about when I'm gone, Mark. Oh, when you're gone. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you something. My kids are kind of taking over mine. I noticed that. And they that. Both, both have said to me, we had no idea. <laughs> we had no idea. They're going to miss us when we're gone, huh, Yeah, Mark? they're going to miss us when we're gone. But anyway, hopefully we won't. But anyway, <laughs> let's go to Soro. Soro, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Thank you for accepting my call, Mark. You Thank bet. you for everything that you do for us. Thank you. Uh, my friend has a 2009 uh, Ford Expedition, King Grand, King Grand Expedition, uh-huh. and he's having problems with this, with the engine. When he forces that engine a little bit, it sounds like it's starving for oil. Okay, so he's but, got but a clatter. Oil, he has a clatter in the engine. That is correct. But the oil pressure gauge stays, stays normal. Okay. Okay. You got any ideas? Well, the Expedition is probably 5.4. It's a high four. Uh, yeah. That is correct. And they had a lot of guide problems, and, and, and it start rattling. Okay, the, that's that's a that's a, on a one to ten scale. That's about a number six diagnostic. 
it's yeah. a little it's a little tougher than the average diagnostic. So it's okay. a matter of now if he's got guide problems on it, shouldn't he have some blue smoke in the morning? Or not? No, 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 because okay. it's just the chain rattling. Oh, oh. guides and the yeah, timing yeah, sorry, chain. Sorry, yes. Okay, okay. Chain All right, so what he's saying is is that the timing chain has some tensioners that hold the chain solid. And when you rev it up, the chain is slapping the tensioners yeah. because it's worn and the tensioners are in the oil pan or something like that. How many miles are on this, do you know? There's 97,000. Okay. It's a little early, I think. It yeah. is a little early. But but it's something that you have to hear. You have but to hear, and, and, you, and then I'll tell you something else. Now, I want to ask you, young buck, how are you going to check that ch ch chain for slop? The, the, the only way you can be 100% certain is pull valve covers. No, it isn't. Well, you could scope your camera crank sensors no. and do all that. What? Okay. All right. <laughs> you hey. got it, Mark. I Go got for it. it. <laughs> so I pull the spark plugs out of it. Okay, and I put a big breaker bar on the crankshaft. Uh -huh. You don't think I can feel the slop as I go left and right with the breaker bar on the crankshaft? Yeah. I can. Yeah, and you can. you can, too. You can. You You're can, right. too. So that's how we do it. And, 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 and I got that from some young buck who told me this is how I did it. And I said, I've. And I looked at and we did it, and it worked. But you can actually feel. Now, you kind of know that if you go clockwise and then you go counterclockwise, if there's a big gap there before you hit load again, yeah. you know the chain is, is up against the guide and we, yeah. we got problems. So, Mark, right. but, but here's the thing. Uh, another friend of mine has a 2007 F250 with the same engine, mm -hmm. and they did replace the timing chain and the tensioners and all of that, and the problem goes on. Well, we got a problem on the VVT, the variable valve timing Ford where we've got oh. about a one-and-a-half-second clatter when they first started up, and we've got an oil leak somewhere that we can't find. But here's the good news. There's a million other Ford owners yeah. out there that have the same problem, and no one has been able to fix it. Yeah. So it just depends on the kind of car. Sorrow, the thing of it is got to just hear the car. we got to okay. hear, and we got to do a little bit of work. Where do you live? What part of town? Oh, it lives in Casa Grande. Oh, okay. Uh, Casa Grande, I don't have a shop in Casa Grande. The closest shop to you, and me. I'm embarrassed to say this, it is, would be you, Mark. Is, it's me. Yeah. So I'm at Warner and I-10, and I would be happy to listen. And I have a guy, uh, Eddie Caruso, who's been with me 27 years, and he wears Ford underwear when I what live. Would be, what would be the best day to bring it in? You, well, you, I want you to call and make an appointment and then just okay. drop it off. And, and then while you're here, I'd like very much for you to ask for the shop uh, ask for Eddie Caruso and, and, and demonstrate the noise to him. Okay? Will do. All Thank right. you very much. You betcha, Soro. Thank you. Harvey, you're up next. Harvey, how can I help you? My wife has a 2008 Denali, and the liftgate just died. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of miles on it, but it is eight years old. And I, uh, I'm i not a car guy. I'm fortunate to know where the gas cap is. If you had told me that if I changed the air and the tires twice a year, the car would run better, I'd believe you. I, well, that's what Eric tells his customers. <laughs> I'm not, I don't tell my customers that. But So, um, so you, the the electronics that where you push the button and the and, tailgate and, hydraulically it, it, opens. It appears to be that, the sunroof. It's all within a couple of days. The sunroof, that, and I've got a little yellow light that says tire pressure sensor needs to be serviced. Yeah, tire pressure monitoring system. So it sounds like all three just died within a two-day period. Go, Eric. Well, these things were highly electronic, and they ran big modules. There's a front-body control module, rear-body control module. And the, my, my memory serves me right. The TPMS 
communicates through the rear body control module. The rear body control module is also going to control that lift, lift gate, gate and the sunroof. Yep. So I, I'm going to think we're going to have a communication problem somewhere with the rear module on that vehicle. So the diagnostic process is, is bring the car in and ask for the tailgate to be open to see if the signal set as we plug in our very sophisticated $40,000 handheld scanners that look quite different than the little cigarette lighter plug-in <laughs> thing that the three-whiskered kid has at the car wash. <laughs> and so we're going to plug it in and we're going to ask, did you see the command for me to ask to lift the tailgate? Yes, I saw the command. Well, what are you going to do about it? I'm not going to do nothing about it. And then you start going from there. See, when you get to that point, you hope that the guy is gray-haired, been around the block, very much like Eric. Yeah. And, 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 and he understands what the situation is. I agree with you 100%. The commonality of those three things is that rear body control module. Okay. And and so we've now it could be something as easy as and I say easy I'm still talking a hundred to three hundred dollars on yeah. this baby, it could be something as easy as we lost power or a ground. Yes. Okay. And and so that would be the first thing and then we would want to see other things that it saw and so if we went in and we said hey um, recline the, the we know that the seat recliners are on there so we recline the seats and they actually work then we say, okay, well, it's not because it's lost its ability to power and ground. Would you yeah, agree? Right. Okay. At that point, we know it's alive and well. Now we're going to go in and look. So after you open the door, and you can manually open the door, yes. you, the, you, the switch will then tell you if the door's First opened open or, or closed. closed. Yes. So that's how it is. It's a matter of just processing and understanding how it works. Okay. What part of town do you live in? I'm uh, in the far northeast. I'm 144th and Dynamite, way out in the sticks. Okay, I don't have anybody. When you're out there at 144th and Dynamite, Fountain Hills is your closest, and I would love to tell you that I have found a shop I can can refer to, but I can't. Okay. So you have to come into town. Do you do you come into town on a regular basis any other part of town? Uh, I'm, I'm anywhere in northeast Scottsdale. Okay. Um, I've got Air Park Auto up on uh, Rain Tree and Hayden. Okay. And, and then, of course, if you want to go to I-17 in Bell, you can go talk to the kid next to me who does have some gray hair. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and uh, and, and, and um, he certainly is uh, one of the top ten diagnosticians I know that this valley has, and I'm not even counting myself in that top ten. Well, I so. don't have any here, so I'll take any color I can get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing for you to say, Harvey. Thank you very much, Thank buddy. for your help. All righty. You betcha. Let me tell you real quick about Automatic Transmission Exchange. You just made them a compliment. Yes, I did. I just picked up a tranny from them yesterday. I talked to Phil in the morning. We put that tranny in. I was driving it that afternoon. It worked flawlessly, just like every one I get from it. You know, Phil over at Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in the Valley working on cars since 1968. Phil knows everything about transmissions, and I think that he probably is the best transmission guy in the Valley. Would you agree? I would agree. Okay. One thing about Phil is, is I'll tell you the funny, the great story about Phil not too long ago. A customer called me. I sent him to Phil. Phil was doing work on his transmission, and in the process, determined that he had an ABS problem. So Phil ended up getting a PC programming it and fixing the ABS problem as well as the transmission problem. So he understood that they were both related. Yeah. He understood he could fix both of them. So the customer thought, well, w I'm going to fix everything for X amount of dollars. But in reality, Phil had left that door wide open yes. for there's, there might be some other charges. But the customer was happy. Everybody was happy. So if you drive up and down in Central Phoenix at 40th Street in Washington on the north side of the road, you're going to see Automatic Transmission Exchange. Been there since 1968. Phil's there. And like all the rest of us, if someone's in Central Phoenix, 
I send him to Phil. And so far, he's batted a thousand yeah. for me. Yeah. And he sells units, rebuilt units, yes. to guys like you and me yes. so that we can install them. And the best part about that is is that when we install them, they don't have leaks and they're not stupid built and all the, the everything is done right so we don't have to do it again. Absolutely. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, north side of the road, and Phil's open on Saturdays from 8 to 12 if you want to stop by and just chat with him. All right. Do you have any words of wisdom for us before we leave, Eric? Words of wisdom. Words, words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Well, tomorrow's Father's Day. Yes. So you have to look back, and usually the words of wisdom come from old people, okay. and I'm not old, so that'd okay. be you. Okay. My, my my words of wisdom to you is, is you better treat Kurt a lot nicer, <laughs> or you're going to be unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know what I go through. Have you ever sat in an unemployment line? No. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps that's something you should allow him to experience. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know, you're to Kurt like Alan is to me. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's 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 uh, Alan is my son, and and I'm sure in in every sense of the word, Kurt's is uh, Kurt's figures you you're his son-in-law, but he yeah. just did. Very proud of him. Uh, and 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 likewise with Alan. Alan uh, has skills in the diesel side. Yeah. He he brought in a. Uh, a 6.4 liter um, on the power stroke the other day. Have you ever seen people pull the cab? Mm-hmm. We've at, done it. Uh, the whole thing? Yeah. Okay, you start with 11 or 12 hours worth of labor yep. just to get access yeah. to the Ford motor. Uh-huh. And this is a 6.4. We do 6.0s with our eyes closed, yeah. but this is a 6.4. I was more than just a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of w- wanted to remind him that the success of this repair is de- determines the success of your future here. <laughs> <laughs> you, and, 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 and it was kind of the uh, kind of thing. I said, okay, all right. But he hit a home run. Yeah. He said, Dad, the 6.4 is so much like the 6.0. It's just one. Is, but what, he, what we do know today is, is the 6.4 is starting to mimic some of the problems of the 6.0. It's worse. That's what some say. So, but the 6.7... Is too hasn't been out long enough for us to know if it's going to be a step up. Yeah. But when you compare that to the Dodge six seven, and you compare it to the Al uh, the uh, uh, Duramax on the Chevrolet side, that makes a difference. Yeah. So we we love it when our customers have Fords. Uh huh. <laughs> hey, hold on a minute, Mark. I got to say this. I've, what? I've kept my mouth shut all morning. All right. But when I drove up this morning. In your parking spot, there's a Ford sitting there. Um, <laughs> good, wait a minute. Uh, oh, that's that's the wrong mic. Yeah, right there. That, okay. that, one. This that one's better. One. Well, listen, it's really nice, Eric, for you to stop by <laughs> and talk to us. <laughs> I, I, um, there was a there there was uh, an F car out in my parking spot out there. Um, yeah. I I drove Actually, it down. Actually, it wasn't in your parking spot. It's, I noticed it really wasn't. He said it was, and it's not. There's only one. Uh, the only person that can park in front of the building is me, <laughs> and and it I, I I have a mask that I wear when I drive that car. <laughs> I came from the ranch up north, and I wanted to get better fuel economy than my big Dodge, so um, I I drove I drove the F car that my wife bought. Yeah. So um, yeah, when you talk to him, are you did you drive or did he drive here? Unfortunately, he drove. He drove. I was yeah. going to say um, I'll talk to him for a few minutes if you want to just head on <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear him talk out there because no, I, I turned off his mic. I, I know. Yeah. So anyway, all righty. Well, listen, thank you guys very much for coming. Thank you very Thanks, much for Mark. coming. I was going to call him, but I didn't have his cell phone, and I was going to have him either bring you or Jeff, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe the next time all three of us can have a, a good time. 
All right, anybody else? My website is MarkSalem.com. My email is Mark at MarkSalem.com. Um, please wear your seatbelt. Please drive safely and defensively. God bless you, and happy Father's Day to all you guys out there who's got kids. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.